Hi, and welcome to Pure Pod. I'm your host, Arielle Alexa, and if you love makeup, skincare, and all things beauty, you, my friend, are in the right place. Join me on this journey as I talk about everything from skincare rituals and trends to the products that we love with some pretty amazing people in the industry. I'm so happy that you're here, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Pure Pod. We have a truly inspiring guest joining us today, Pamela Worth. She is a multi-talented executive, entrepreneur, author, advisor, and health and wellness coach. She's also the founder of Hello Health, a company dedicated to providing brain, gut, and immune support products, particularly for individuals with autoimmune, autism, and neurodiversity symptoms. She was inspired to do this following a neurodiversity diagnosis of her son and is dedicated to nutrition, education, and building a network to help heal more people. Besides running Hello Health, she's also the president of Strategic Growth Advisory, a prestigious business consulting firm. With her extensive background, Pamela has also authored the books Hello Health and Saving My Son. As if all of this wasn't enough, Pamela launched the Encouraging Wellness Podcast in 2022, further solidifying her commitment to helping people lead healthier lives. Please join me in giving a warm, warm welcome to Pamela to the Pure Pod podcast today. Hi, Pamela. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. This is wonderful. Thank you. Not a problem. I hope I did you justice with my introduction. For sure. Thank you. (laughs) Good. So how about we dive right in? I want to hear about your personal journey. What led you to the creation of Hello Health? What was that experience like? Yeah, I mean, there's so many things that go into our personal journey, right? Absolutely. But I think what's interesting is I've had periods of struggle in my life. And so I've just learned to continue to problem solve and ask why. And so then when I got to this one, 20 odd years later, I'm almost 50. It was still heart-wrenching, but natural for me to continue to say, this doesn't sound right. You know, I think so many times we question ourselves and it's really, really important to listen to your own inner voice that says, hey, something's not quite right here. I got to keep digging. And in our case, I'll start by saying we've got two healthy teenage boys, but one of them around the age of six was diagnosed with OCD, Tourette's, anxiety, depression. And then one doctor said, he's now autistic. You got to take care of him the rest of his life because he's digressing so quickly. And I was like, this is crazy. So I found a doctor who was originally from Asia, educated UCLA, neurologist MD, because I figured there's something going on in terms of his mood and his tics and his eyes and his motor and the way he's talking sounds different. And I, I figured, okay, well, that's probably brain. I mean, I'm not a doctor by trade, right? I'm a business person that solves problems for a living. And so I just kept trying to figure out like what's going on. So anyway, this neurologist, despite the fact that she was probably the sixth or seventh doctor we'd seen at that point. Uh, says, hey, why don't we pull some blood work and find out what's going on inside? And for some reason, we do that in adults all the time, but not in kids. I don't know why we don't, but we just don't. And it turns out that would actually be a really good idea, just in general, whether it's saliva, urine, stool, blood, just really starting to get to what's going on in the body instead of just throwing something at it to get rid of what we think is the symptom that may or may not actually be the actual symptom. He was low in vitamin D3, B12, genetic marker MTHFR, which about half the population has, which prevents you from absorbing vitamins and minerals correctly if you don't take multifolate. And folic acid is actually harmful in people with MTHFR. So that was kind of interesting. 
And then he had active infection called CMV, which is common flu-like symptoms. At that point, he was in kindergarten. And then he had high strep titers in his blood, even though he was negative for strep throat. So I was like, okay, so that's weird. So you, you can actually have a strep infection without it presenting in your throat through a swab. And so they said all these things together is too much for his immune system. It stopped working and the infection crossed the blood brain barrier and is now causing motor vocal and mood problems. And I was like, huh, so now what? And they said, well, we need to find things that actually can break the blood brain barrier and fight the infection as well as fighting the infection in the regular body. Because just fighting the infection, it doesn't always, you know, cross the blood brain barrier. And I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. So explain to me what this all means. And they said, well, we need to reduce stuff that causes inflammation. Inflammation not only causes disease, but just creates chronic problems. I said, okay. And they said, there are certain types of foods that are known to cause inflammation. And I was like, okay. And they said, like sugar and lots of simple carbohydrates. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Well, he really loves his sugar. And they're like, yeah, that's got to go. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And talk to me about simple carbohydrates. And they were like, well, does he eat lots of things like macaroni and cheese and stuff? I'm like, yeah, he's in kindergarten. What do you doing? <laughs> you know, it's really important to get rid of that type of stuff. And I was like, okay, well, that's not good. And so then it got to a point where I just stopped buying a bunch of stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. was cooking chicken and ground turkey and hiding stuff in, I'd call it mommy meatloaf. <laughs> really fine. And, good. <laughs> and, and then smoothies. So there's a number of things that you can hide in a smoothie. And so just really, really trying to build them up. And they said, look, this is not something that's going to be easy or fast. And I said, okay, what does that mean? And they said, well, we're talking like at least a year, year and a half before he comes back. And they're like, so you're going to have to hang on tight. And they're like, are you on board? And I said, yeah, 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 of course, of course. So sure enough, about a year passed and he popped back and he hasn't left us since. And so they said, look, it takes a really, really long time to heal your body, but it will heal. And so you just got to have faith that you're doing the right things and just allow it to take those nutrients and start rebuilding. And I felt very lucky that this all had happened, although at the time it was gut-wrenching. So I ended up writing a book along with the doctors and other families that really helped provide a community for me and then started the supplement company feeling like I really had an obligation to help others. So my hope, and there's a lot of cool testimonials out there. My hope is that this messaging allows people to continue to ask why and start digging and doing tests. So some of this stuff is really expensive and some of it's not. And so my hope is that by sharing the information, I'm sharing this, the hacks that are not too expensive that are within mm-hmm. reach. And you know, what's really interesting is I think a lot of us think that good health and wellness is out of our hands, but there's so many cool, cost-effective things that you can do to help your body without having to rely on expensive means. And by that, I mean, oregano helps bacterial infections, olive leaf helps viruses, cinnamon helps fungus, Mm -hmm. um, omegas help with anti-inflammatory and just keep calming your system down. Things like boswellia, which is frankincense and turmeric are anti-inflammatory, antioxidant in nature. And I never really understood you hear this antioxidant. You're like, what does that mean? Well, really happening is you're taking the toxins out of your body and all of us are over I'm not quite sure what the proper English word is for it, but overburdened with toxins, food, water, air, your mm-hmm. cleaning supplies, carpet puts off stuff for like 20, 25 years. We pulled all the carpet out of our house. Anyway, there's lots of craziness that just is harmful on the body. And you can't get rid of it all, but minimizing what you can, I think is my thought. Absolutely. What an incredible story. I mean, just what you just said about the fact that there are just so many different herbs herbal remedies and different antioxidants so you could even find in your kitchen that it's not necessarily that the information isn't accessible it's not in our faces all the time you know what i mean so i love that that we can have this conversation and hopefully touch a few people who can say oh yeah i feel like there's something my body's trying to tell me and i don't know what it is so maybe this is what i needed to hear today 
So no, I'm really, really, really happy. So tell me, did you face with starting Hello Health? Tell me a little bit about what the company is and face any challenges with actually starting it. Yeah. So I started it with the supplements the doctor had taught me to make at home. I had a lot of people just blown away by the transformation that had happened because I think they were all gearing up for, okay, well, wow, Pam's going to have this really hard life the rest of her life. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I mean, yes, life is hard, but there's going to be plenty of ways to get through this challenge like any other and come out the other side. And so anyway, they asked if they could buy the supplements. And I'm like, not out of my house, you can't. But I started really digging into what that meant in terms of hiring manufacturers and formulators and getting certifications and sourcing clean ingredients. And I know some people are nervous about fish supplements, but I found a great source for fish from the North Sea close to Iceland, which I feel really good about. So there's lots of good ways and ways to get that stuff. So from there, yes, just continue to grow the different types of supplements that were good for brain, gut, and health. Predominantly, those that really help detox are anti-inflammatory in nature. Those are really important. And then from there, I really leaned hard into private Facebook groups, which in retrospect is really dangerous, but what else do you do when you are alone and you need help? And so one of the things that I'm building out now is a safe community and marketplace where, you know, none of the information is sold or used or whatever. Folks can just connect with each other and help each other. It's really, really important. That's fantastic. Fantastic. So tell me a little bit about Hello Health products again. How would you say your supplements differ from other competitors or other products on the market? Yeah, so our first two products are nothing I've ever seen before and still haven't seen since. So you got to put the good stuff in, you got to take the bad stuff out. And so Belly Great puts the good stuff in. And by that, I mean two organic prebiotics that prevent negative overgrowth of bacteria and provide a nice foundation for your probiotics. And then there's 15 known probiotics that are good for the gut brain access. And so those are in there. Plus a little bit of vitamin D3, because we just don't get enough, even if you live in a sunny place. And then a little bit of methylfolate, just because it doesn't hurt people without MTHFR and it helps those that do. And with the methylfolate, it just helps you absorb your vitamins and minerals better. And then you need to take that two or three hours away from something that helps your body detox or an antioxidant. And so the Immunostrong is really the ones that take the bad stuff out, so to speak. And so that's your oregano, olive leaf extract, cinnamon. Sunflower phosphocetylserine is super for people in terms of focus, sleep, just regulating those neurotransmitters for the brain. We've also got omegas I talked about a little bit in there, the clean fish oil, some parsley, which is great for detox. Uh, There's 10 different things in there. Oh, turmeric, which is amazing. So anyway, really, really, really good stuff in terms of plants. And the only non-plant in there is the omega-3. And I am looking at sourcing a vegan omega-3, just trying to find the right source for that because so many people are worried about fish, even though I did source a good one. But I understand the fear around that. So yeah, this Um, is exciting. I've been on the websites and we'll put all the information in the show notes so that you guys can check it out. But I mean, first of all, the layout of the website is fantastic. I'm a sucker for like good, like customer experience design. So a hundred points for you and your team. (laughs) But I just love the extensive, you have a wide range of products that cover a wide range of um, different specialties, as you said, brain, gut, So yeah, I think that you have such a really nice, diverse range of products that it makes me even excited. So I'm actually in Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean. Yes. So I have access to certain things like ginger, turmeric, cinnamon. I I have these things every day. I have Irish sea moss every single day of life. That's such a good one. It's um, it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, you only take that for weight loss. I'm like, no, it's actually like 
nature's multivitamin really is so yeah it's fantastic every single person who will listen to me i tell them about irc moss i'm like you need to add this to your diet yesterday so yeah i think it's just fantastic what you're doing because going even further back to what you said about the things that we eat and what we put into our body it really isn't difficult to have a well-balanced diet it's not inaccessible it's just that we have to make the effort or change our perspective of what's easy and what isn't easy so it takes a little more planning for sure it takes a lot of planning and it takes a lot of self-control because sugar it's yummy (laughs) it's so yummy And it's in a lot of things that we eat every day without even realizing that we're consuming sugar. So yeah, taking the time to really plan and be aware of the things that we have in our kitchen and what we're putting into our bodies and what we're putting into our children's bodies is is really, really important. Yeah, Um, and to kind of touch on that for a second, mm -hmm. I've always say when I'm going to eat sugar, I'm going to make it count. Like, I mean, keep it out of the stuff that it can be kept out of, like your spaghetti sauce. You know how hard it is to find a spaghetti sauce without sugar? But if you're going to eat it, go ahead and eat it for that reason. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I, we spoke a little bit about gut health. Let's talk about balancing medication, nutrition, and the microbiome. So how can different medications contribute to nutritional deficiencies? And what can be done to address that issue? Well, as much as you can, I think it's important, again, to test where your deficiencies are. And so it's really easy to go into the doctor and say, hey, I'm feeling this. And then they're like, oh, it sounds like if there's any way at all that they can prove through a blood, saliva, a stool test, that that is in fact what's really going on, I much prefer to start there than just throwing the medication at it because so many times those medications have side effects that then cause another side effect, which is another symptom. And then you may get indirect information that that may or may not have been the right thing. And then you got to go back again. And either you're adding another medication to not do what the first two. Yeah. Or God forbid you got to go through cold turkey and then try again. I mean, that puts your body in a lot of stress. And so I'm not an anti-medication, by the way. I really, really hope and wish that we can push for more testing to understand if that's really a thing. So for instance, when we pulled my son's tonsils, it was really strange to me that the strep wouldn't show up on in his throat but it would be in his blood. And I was like, what's going on? They were like, well, there's really only three places strep hides in the body. And I was like, okay. And so his tonsils were healthy looking. And I said, you know what? I just, I feel like they got to go. And so they pulled his tonsils and I had them cultured. They said, it's going to cost extra to culture them. And I was like, at, that, at this point, I don't care. I just want to know what's going on inside his body. And the tonsils are one place. A lot of people say it's really important for the immune system, but a lot of times uh, stuff can just get caught behind the biofilms in the tonsils and just never quite get taken care of. And so anyway, when they cultured them, they found a highly resistant form of strep, one the doctor in his 60s had never seen before. And he goes, well, gosh, we have to treat him with one of the last stage antibiotics, which is rifampin. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. And so all those Z-packs, all those other types of antibiotics just never quite touched him. And so your body is kind of an interesting house, if you will, and things come out to play and then they go away at night and sleep. And when they see that there's an invader in the house, they go and hide. And the tonsils are one place they like to go hide because they can't make it past the biofilms. So it's interesting, but side note on. No, that was a really good piece of information. So what are some practical, I mean, and we've touched on this already. What are some other practical ways, aside from your actual diet and supplementation, to maintain a balanced microbiome for better health? Actually, sorry, before you answer that, it just popped into my head. I read somewhere, I don't remember where, but 
it is super common, at least here, when you go to a doctor, let's say, I don't know, you have an infection or allergies or something that is more severe, I suppose, you're going to be prescribed antibiotics right away. I'm going to sit down with the doctor for maybe 10 minutes and he's going to say, okay, this is what you take for seven days, which I actually did recently. And I didn't feel great about because I knew that it would have caused some gut imbalance. So it made me a little nervous. And I always take my probiotics when I take antibiotics, just to at least try and maintain some semblance of balance. But after doing that, I read somewhere that it can take your gut up to six months to rebalance after taking antibiotics. So I was in disarray. (laughs) I felt, okay, I need to go really hard for the next six months and ensure that I'm being super careful about all the things that I'm putting into my body and the environments that I'm in to just maintain as much of a balance as I can. So it takes such a long time to heal your body. Yeah. <laughs> so back to that question, what are some other practical ways that you can really focus on maintaining a balanced microbiome? I don't know if it's much of a balanced microbiome as much as helping your body not have to tackle. I mean, every single day your body comes into contact with viruses, bacterial infections, fungal thing. I mean, it's just, we're constantly being bombarded. And as much as you can help your body not have to deal with as much as you have to. So one of the things that I recommend is not wearing your shoes in the house. The bottom of your shoes carries lots of things. And you don't want to carry that throughout the house because it's just one more place where you can pick things up that may have been previously somewhere where you were just, but now it's brought into your home and now it's there. Similarly, I mean, I think I've seen and read and I've felt this with our own family. If you can just rinse off at night before you go to bed, otherwise you're carrying the whole day with you as you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. And again, trying to eat as clean as you can, fruits, vegetables, proteins. You know, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about diet and every single doctor I talk to has a different opinion. But I think for the most part, if we can stay away from a lot of processed food and try and stay to whole type foods, I think you're better off that way. Carpet, carpet, I think, causes a lot of dust and things that can upset your system. And it does put off chemicals for 20, 25 years, which is wild. And so anyway, you know, there's just lots of things that you can start to think about in terms of reducing what your body's coming into contact with that might be upsetting it. Absolutely. The one with the shoes, especially, that's a great one. I think a lot of us are pretty guilty of that. As soon as we get into the house, we walk to whichever room we're going to, and then we take off the shoes. Yeah. (laughs) So talk to me about, you briefly mentioned your books. I would love to know a little bit more. I mean, I know what inspired you to write those books, but please give us a little bit of background on Hello Health and Saving My Son. Yeah. So the very first book I wrote was Hello Health. And I was nervous sharing my story. I'm not naturally somebody that wants to get out there and say, hey, look at me, but I really felt this obligation to do that. And so I beat around the bush a little bit more than I would have wanted to. And so then waited almost three years, and then republished it with more literature, more research, more doctors in Saving My Son. So Saving My Son is, frankly, a better version of Hello Health. <laughs> and so, but yeah, no, it's been good. And it shares my journey. It shares other families' journeys. It shares doctors. It's amazing to me how many doctors want to be integrative in, in nature, but their colleagues are not always embracing those within the medical community that do that. And so they've got to be really brave and courageous when they say that I'm going to treat you in an integrative way. And then the foreword in the book is written by a doctor who was originally an MD and then went back and got her natural license. And she describes the difficulty of doctors that she has met 
that first start as a natural doctor and then try and get their MD and the medical schools basically will not allow them to come in. And so it's very, very difficult to become a board certified integrative doctor because you really have to have had an MD first and then gone out. And it's just years and years. And she described she's probably one of the few crazies that would spend that many years in school Mm -hmm. trying to go back and do that. And she really feels like it's her journey to share the importance of looking at the entire body. And so anyway, it's pretty neat. I'm really proud of that. Yeah, I love that. That's fantastic. So given all of the experience that you've had, what do you envision for the future of healthcare, particularly in relation to what you went through with your son in relation to nutrition, neurodiversity, and that going on a lengthy healing journey. What is your hope for the future? My hope is that there's more available cost-effective testing. And it's not just when we start having symptoms. And I think most of us can probably agree that most of the symptoms come at key periods of our life, whether it's they've just started first grade and the teacher's noticing certain things, or they've just started becoming hormonal and things start to come out as a teenager, or you are trying to get pregnant or pregnant or just had a baby. And again, the hormones are out of whack or same thing with men as aging, they start to get new symptoms. And my hope is that we can start to be proactive and saying, okay, well, let's run some tests and see what foods you're sensitive to. Let's see if you have any infections, viral, bacterial, and or fungal. And then let's start to see if there's any genetic testing that can be done just to make sure you don't have a predisposition to something or it's you've got a blocked pathway or something that needs a little extra nutrition because of that. If we can get to a point where we can start to regularly test those three things, maybe once a year, I think we would find that we would have a very different health and wellness journey. I agree. I agree. That is actually a really, really great point that you bring up. And it's something that I've wanted to do while I'm healthy. Well, at least while I feel healthy, I don't ever want to get to the point where I feel like something is really wrong and that I'm almost, I don't want to say too late, but I'm at a stage where it takes way more effort than it needed to. So really, really fantastic information. I really enjoyed talking to you about all of this. If you could choose one thing that our viewers, our listeners could take away from this conversation today, what would you have them take away? One thing. (laughs) Have the courage to continue to ask why. Keep digging. Yes. Don't give up. There's no such thing as failure. There's no such thing as mistakes. Keep going. I love that. Tell us, where can we find you? Do you have any upcoming projects or events that our listeners can look forward to? Thank you. I try and do updated podcasts twice a month on the Encouraging Wellness Podcast. We've got new liquid versions of our supplements coming out over the next few months. A lot of people really like liquids. To me, it's a little bit hard, but people really like that. And so we're listening and bringing those out. And our website is www.hello.health or gethellohealth.com. And just super happy to continue to connect with people. And please continue to send feedback because that's what makes us stronger. Absolutely. So we're going to have all your information in the show notes. Guys, don't worry. You don't have to have a pen and paper to write everything down. We'll have all the information there for you, websites, everything. Pamela, thank you so, so much for your time. This has been a really, really incredible, valuable and educational conversation. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you for joining us on the Pure Pod and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Pure Pod. If you enjoyed listening, please like, subscribe, and drop us a review. I'd love to hear from you guys. Until next time.